0: There's nothing to hold on
1: to? No, you can't be a ruler wearing a tube top. It's not going (laughs) to stay. And I'm going to tell you, you also can't have any, like, no. Because then you, listen, tube tops are coming back. I can see it. And I'm like, I'm not going to ever wear a strapless bra again. So you can take that right to the bank. The big question is this. In a world of fake Instagram models and bad diets, how do real people achieve their fitness goals? We are an army of hardworking women, changing their lives through fitness and health. Wherever you are at on your journey, we have the answers to how to make working out and eating well a part of your life. Join us in changing the dialogue for women everywhere. Welcome to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast.
0: Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. I'm Kelsey. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Rachel.
1: And if you can hear, I got myself a nice new mic. You sound so good. Thank you. I know that my voice can only ever be my voice, but...
0: I actually think you have a really good podcasting voice. I, I really hate mine, but I wanted to say as we started, guys, I missed you. I don't know. We didn't skip a week or anything, but I feel like I missed our people, and I wanted to say that. <laughs> hey, friends. We're so glad to be back with you. I
1: I feel the same way. I we didn't miss a week.
0: No, I think but I think it's when we have a guest, we're really taking in the information from the guests that are so valuable and it's like really involved in that conversation and making sure we're asking thoughtful questions our listeners want to hear. That sometimes we don't get the little like whether you guys love it or hate it, the kind of like informal, hey friends, we love you you know what I mean? Same we're like, I we're feel like learning. The same. Yes, yeah.
1: I know. I'm like immersed in the person and I yeah, I totally get what you're saying and also on that note, we love to hear from you guys like it is so important and paramount to the podcast that we are talking about things that you guys want to hear. I know that we got like so much great feedback on the last few guests being like, wow, that is especially the episode we did on endo and PCOS and like so many women just being like, oh my God, this spoke to me. I've been wanting to hear a podcast on this. Like, reach out. If if you've got a minute, give us a review. We absolutely love to hear from you and get your feedback. And your reviews just help the podcast so much. We should read some of the
0: reviews maybe next oh, time.
1: I know. They're so yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's really important to us that we, this is our line to you guys. And this is why we do the podcast is to make interesting Episodes that you guys are going to benefit from. So, give us a review if you can. Reach out and let us know what you want to hear, and we've got a good one for you this week. I
0: think. Yeah, I. So I put this topic in our calendars, right? Because we plan our topics ahead of time and what we want to talk about. I Put it in our calendars, and two of our, my team our team members saw the topic and were literally like, "Oh, you're doing that one." I can't wait to hear it. And they were just like pumped that we were going to talk about this and tackle this because when it comes to things that are relevant in the health and fitness world or in the fashion that have come in and you like see an article about it, maybe you see another one, people start whispering, talking about it. Sometimes you want to hear the thoughts on it.
1: Yeah, this one, I'm going to be honest, it caught well, me a little inflammatory little. though. It's <laughs> a, well, first of all. Whatever. I mean, it's health and fitness, so everything is inflammatory. inflammatory. I was
0: thinking that the other day when Isley said, "Like, oh, that seems like an inflammatory topic for you," and I was like, "What does it? seem?" That's my specialty. (laughs) Yeah,
1: this one caught me off uh, off guard for sure. Though, Um, I guess sometimes you get caught up in you know a certain space and with. A certain crowd
0: and yeah. you forget that there's the rest of the world. <laughs> I love that you said that because I think we were talking about it here in one of our one of our meetings when we were thinking about a name of our previous podcast and we were talking about what the name might be. And a couple of the votes were eating for gains. And they were like, Yeah, well, obviously everyone is gonna click on that because everyone will wanna listen to that. And I was like, So you guys are in a space where that language is thrown around in a very positive way. And there's an entire mindset behind the gains and being like, yes, you're here for the gains. I'm here for the gains. Let's go. And it's just like in this subset. But there is a whole other world outside of that where that phrase is scary,
1: Yeah. uh, Sometimes you just you get caught up and you think you (laughs) collectively we've all moved past something being a thing or being scary or being just any type of thing. And that's why I think this article threw me off big time, because I thought in my mind and maybe this was naive and I'm willing to admit that it is possibly because of the circle that I've surrounded myself with but I thought that th- we were so far past this and that this, this was so far gone. It almost seemed comical to me. Like almost like a joke article. It's obviously clickbait, everything's clickbait, but like like in that kind of form. Like, ha, you know, isn't this funny? Um, but it's not. It's it's it struck people, it struck a chord in people because it is still real and it is still so relevant. And I I really thought. We were in a different place. But it's a good reminder to me that this battle is never going to be done being fought. And you have to always be on guard for these kinds of things because they're going to keep reemerging and we have to keep protecting fiercely fiercely protecting the women around us and the young girls around us, because the exposure to this is never going to stop, no matter how far we think we are removed from it. And I think that was a really good reminder to me to like, like I need a reminder to keep my guard up and keep my armor on and keep my weapons close because, because this is still out there.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's very real, and even for people who have been through this and considered themselves maybe healed from you know being sucked into these, when we're exposed to these things all the time, where it can it can bring up old trauma, that old mindsets that we can just see and hear. And what we're talking about, just because we're talking about this in depth, and we haven't even told you what it is. What we're talking about is an article. From the New York Post, and this isn't just, you know, by them, this has this gone in a couple different places, but that's kind of the main one. From the New York Post, talking about Heroin Chic being back. And the name of the article, I believe, is Bye Bye Booty, Heroin Chic is Back. And the idea behind this is that the aesthetic for women's bodies is, number one, a trend, And that the aesthetic that we are currently in or have developed over the last couple of years has been a big booty, BBLs and a small waist, that hourglass shape instead of, you know, the 90s trend being heroin chic. Now, just having a trend, honestly, named heroin chic was specifically triggering for me because I could not believe (laughs) I honestly could not believe that we had knowingly named a trend, a fashion trend for women's bodies based on a drug that kills you and looking deathly ill. I, and like just calling it out for what it is. It wasn't even like it was hidden. It was right there in front of you being like heroin chic, like what? What? What, was is that real <sighs> this is what
1: i'm what i'm trying to say by sometimes things being so unbelievable that you're 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 caught off guard by them right like the idea that we would ever name a trend that women are trying to aspire to after a deadly drug that has killed so many people is like that can't be real this has to be an alternate universe like that's that has to be a joke like what what could we possibly be doing Naming an article "Bye Bye Booty" heroin chic is back. Like, what is happening here? And sometimes <laughs> you get but, no, but you get like so. It, it almost seems so so far gone that you're like. Uh, Come on, this isn't like real you yeah. could be getting behind this. but you know, here's the thing. and I like that you started off with like this has been triggering to a lot of people because it really has because here's what I've particularly noticed in my age group is that we did this the first time, right? there's there's always a time is so weird when it happens nice. it's so surreal when a trend that you've already done, comes back into style. Like this happens all the time because we're constantly just going around in the same trends like over and over in like a circle. So it's only a certain amount of time before something comes back. But if you did it the first time,
0: it's extra special
1: (laughs) (laughs) because you feel all types of ways about like, wait a minute.
0: (laughs) Okay. First of all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh like but So many of the 90s trends that we were both 90s kids, and we came up in a very... When this was popular, we were really at an influential age. And I think that that's a really important thing to remember about fashion trends, is that the age group that they are marketed to and the demographic that is being targeted is always a younger, more impressionable generation. And that's, I think... Why a lot of women in our age group feel so triggered by this article is because not only did we do it the first time, but we know how damaging is and we know who they're going after. The second time around, it's not actually us. It's the very impressionable young demographic that follows closely fashion trends. And the idea That our babies, our young girls coming up, would be targeted in this same way that we were with this incredibly harmful language is like not on my watch.
0: Yeah, which is honestly why I'm so thankful that like there is a whole generation of women who have gone through this and have really fought really hard to change some mindsets, change the discussion around bodies, like. Just make a left turn towards the health of our bodies and spread that message because I think we're better prepared. We're way better prepared this time around for this chaos. We're we're so much better equipped than we were the first time because I don't think and I don't remember there being any discussion. Like it was so normal to talk about, you know, dieting and, and just like the thin aesthetic being just like in everyday language and just like surrounding all of us and it being so normal that I don't even remember there being this any body positivity or, you know, that large bodies are healthy too, that like health is a goal and an aesthetic we're looking for, or even, you know, building muscle, lifting weights. We are just so much better prepared this time around, I believe. And it's just, I want to just think about the idea of women's bodies, a being an aesthetic and like I was searching men's body trends and I was coming up with nothing. So, but when I searched women's bodies trends, I got a whole breakdown of an hourglass figure, a pear shade. Like I got a whole breakdown. So like, I just wanted to say that for a minute, but it's just kind of like when you take a step back and realize that like, these are the bodies that create human life. And we are literally fine with tearing them down into a trend and sacrificing the health of our bodies in an attempt to fit an aesthetic. Like, number one, that's crazy. Like, that's just so crazy. It's psychotic.
1: It's, man, it's when you put it like that. But. But here's the thing, I, I don't want to lose sight, and I do think you're right that we are better prepared, but I don't want to lose sight of historically, very done this, we've seen the hourglass figure, don't forget, we had a whole entire Marilyn Monroe yes. era, okay, where people look back on that and go, wow, this is when models were 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 not held to a standard of being unbelievably thin and emaciated looking like how we saw models get to in the 90s but like here's the thing it's important to remember that that happened and then the heroin chic happened anyways so just just because that was at one time in trend doesn't mean because we know that like what was once in trend we're going to go the complete opposite direction and because the goalpost is just going to keep moving because this is that's the whole point. Okay. But I don't want to get too secure in the fact like, well, you know, we're in a better place and we know more and, and maybe this won't catch fire this time because this has happened before. And I feel very, very set on the fact that idolizing the hourglass figure is, is equally as harmful, right? Because, idolizing any one body type and telling women that they need to chase it. Now, obviously, heroin chic is incredibly damaging because what we saw in the 90s was the highest the highest incidences of anorexia in girls 15 to 19. The highest we've ever seen was from 2000 to 2009. Like, we can see direct correlation to what that fashion trend did to young girls' bodies, right? Right in their habits. But it is important to also say that if we don't if we're not going to idolize that, we need to not idolize any of them because we're constantly going to be then keeping that mindset that the body is just a trend. And now it's cool to be this. And now it's cool to have thick thighs. And if you don't have that, that's not going to work for you. And now it's cool to be emaciated and have dark circles under your eyes. And if you're not that, then we're moving the goalpost again. So it really is, I think, needs to be said in the conversation that we are not in a superior place right now because we've idolized this different body type. It's, It's still the same thing. It's still about if you're on trend, your body looks like X and I'm just not here for it.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. That's a, that's such a great point because we, a lot of the movement that has been in response to this heroin chic where we're like, nope, we're keeping our big booties. We're keeping blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, not, it's not any of it. We're not saying any body type is any type of trend. Body types are not a trend period, (laughs) like point blank, stop. Like there is not, there's one not superior to the other. So I want, I want to take a break from like some of those and talk about some of the other nineties trends to just give us a little laugh for some of the ones we lived through that we don't want to see coming back. And some that maybe we want to see coming back. We might disagree on a couple of these (laughs) Oh really?
1: I I made the list as if like these were universal. Like (laughs) we do not want to see these come back. But you're
0: okay. All right. I like that. I like like, (laughs) Maybe I want a chain wallet. I don't know. No! I'm just kidding. I actually just want a fanny pack, which was in the 90s. But, like, I want to store stuff in there. Honestly, I've been carrying backpacks throughout the whole thing, though. Some of these trends, like, I just, I don't adhere to some trends. Like, I just immediately go, like, nope, we're doing small purses. I'm not doing that. I'm still carrying a backpack like I'm in the eighth grade. Like, I don't care. Like, I need my stuff.
1: Listen, these some of these really brought me back and I am a trend follower and I did all of these.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly.
1: <laughs> and I, and I see the girls now and I see them doing some of the things and I'm like, Oh my God, lessons will be learned because here's the deal. What extra wide leg jeans, bow bottoms that are exceptionally huge at the bottom Yeah. There will be
0: puddles. (laughs) Okay. You know what the worst part about those is, is that like you wore them. They were, they had to be long. They had to be really long. Over your shoes. Yeah. They covered your shoes. Are you wearing shoes? (laughs) We didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know they covered them. But the thing is like, I was someone who walked to school. So by the time I got to school, I was so excited. Mid calf <laughs> was a different
1: color because the jeans the jeans were soaked from yeah. mid calf down. Mm-hmm. They were like dark, and then and then your dry jeans were above your knee, and it and all day, and then there would be like the frays, like all the because bo- you'd be walking on them all day, so like the bottom would be all frayed, all wet. What what was happening? what and now I see the girls I see them walking to the bus
0: stop and I'm like
1: oh you're gonna spend the whole first half of the day with a soggy (laughs) a soggy
0: calf because (laughs) I'm not I'm not gonna jump in on that trend no matter what I did it and I'm not sorry but it it looked so horrible (laughs) I mean, I think you looked great. I wanted to call out when you said low waisted pants, waistbands, like sometimes I will do a low waisted, especially like sweatpants. I tend to wear really low, but I wanted to call out going back to that trend. If you guys don't know Rachel and I are sisters and that this has come to the forefront. People have been like, yeah, a little wasted. And every most millennials are like, no, we lived through that to give you high wasted things. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and I just want to say like, I was a younger sister in these times. So I felt like whatever my sister was doing was a trend. That's how my world worked. I was like, what she's wearing is definitely a trend. We had these pants,
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh my God. With
0: a belt buckle in the front of them that was. There was no material behind the belt buckle. So it was a square buckle that had nothing behind it. So it was just like a -a peekaboo to the top of your garage. (laughs) And then they zipped right under it. So like this thing closed at the top, like under your waistband, which was already pretty low. And then it was just this like kind of like peekaboo situation. And I was like, those are the coolest thing ever. Right. And no were. No pockets.
1: No pocket, and and of course they were bell bottoms. And oh my god, you had to be freshly shaved.
0: <laughs> you really did. You really did. It was like
1: there was a good amount of the top of your vagina showing. It was why. And now I'm like, if they aren't meeting, like almost the bottom of my bra like what is happening
0: what is happening like I want it all
1: I want it all tucked in I I the majority of my high school career my underwear were hanging out the back uh, because my jeans were so low that it was like it was all I was like a plumber's crack all the time
0: you were in a plumber's crack you were thong oh yeah because I had those oh lord (laughs) you you guys know what I'm talking about the ones that like you would just see during the 90s it was very common to see someone's thong (laughs) Maybe it was just me.
1: My husband claims that's how he fell in love with me, was first falling along with my thongs in high school that he (laughs) could constantly see because my jeans were so low that it was an absolute nightmare. It's just, I'm not going back. I'm not doing that. No, because I like it. I like the way I feel when everything is in the fabric. I don't, I'm not going, no. Mm Mm-mm. You heard it here, guys. If you see me with my waistband rolled down, punch me right in the face (laughs) because it doesn't look good. It didn't look good then, and we're not doing it. And the other thing that I'm not doing, again, I won't, is tube tops. OK, <laughs> so if you took a picture of me at any time during yes. my eighth grade, career, I would have been shimmying my tube top up by the two armpits. That's how I spent most of my eighth grade was just like, oh, it's falling down again. Oh, it's falling down again. It's just a constant shimmying. Did you lose your tube top constantly? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I still, you know, I can't keep tube tops up. Where anyways. are the straps? I need straps. straps. Yeah, well, there's a whole whole thing because even if you're wearing a bra, which most of us were, you're wearing a bra, and that was not being held up really great anyway, and then the top on top of that, and it was like, well, how are you supposed to move around freely? Like tube tops, yes. I've tried one recently, and I wanted it to work really bad, but I also have realized my proportions are not conducive for (laughs) A tube top. there's there's nothing you, to hold on to no you can't be a ruler wearing a tube top it's
1: not gonna stay and i'm gonna I'm tell you you also can't have any like no because then you listen Tube tops are coming back, I can see it. And I'm like, I'm not going to ever wear a strapless bra again. So you can take that right to the bank.
0: Yeah, you know what though? I so I told you guys I might I might jump in on that. I'm not going to say I'm not going to, but I will not wear a bra. I don't own any more strapless bras. I threw them away a long time ago. I actually don't wear any um <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't have really any bra bras. bras. No. I don't have nothing with an underwear. I only wear sports bras or bralettes. This is what I'm saying. If I can't wear it with a sports bra or a
1: bralette, I'm finding a different shirt. And tube tops are just... no. That's what I'm saying. I can't wear a tube top with no bra. Like, there would be... The police (laughs) would be called. I'm not doing... I'm not doing jellies. I've seen them. I know they're coming. And all they do is just give you blisters, guys. Is There's no place (laughs) for jellies.
0: Warning. They're just going to give you blisters. (laughs) It's just
1: a hurt. It's a painful situation. But... Things I might do. Okay, I've seen scrunchies are coming back, and I personally think that is the most comfortable way to hold your hair.
0: So, Mom, it's scrunchies, scrunchies, and I am here for it as well. I can't carry them on my wrist. The problem is with my wrist is that like. I wash my hands a lot and inevitably it gets wet if it's around my wrist. And then I don't want a soggy scrunchie around my wrist. So I will bring those back 100%, but they can only live like in my bag and stuff because I can't carry them on my wrist.
1: What about the claw clip?
0: Uh, claw clip, yeah, 100%. I'm in for
1: this. Yes. Yeah. yes and double yes. Double if, yes. I, oh. if I need to do a claw clip with two little pieces hanging down slowly <laughs> in the front. Have
0: you seen the videos with people when it was like kids nowadays, the like 13 year olds nowadays, and it shows them on TikTok. And then like me and <laughs> me when I was 13, it's like two clips slicked back with the two things and like the braces and being like, I my <laughs> I've seen so many of those videos and it feels so real. And then the layering of the tank tops, you know what I'm talking about?
1: Some girl I saw on TikTok was like, so I'm going to tell you how to get the slicked back Front to stay, and she showed very like 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 this was an innovative thing. Mm -hmm. Like she was an innovator. She pulled the hair and then she did an underneath ponytail. Oh God! With the small little elastics.
0: I know. And I was was like,
1: sweetheart.
0: doing that, And let me just fast forward to the future for you. That creates a ton of breakaway. (laughs) It's very damaging to your hair. And I had to do a lot of rehab from that with hair because like I was slicking it so hard and then just tying it. And that just caused so much breakaway damage. Right in the
1: front too, because it was the front pieces that you were putting in the, and you were pulling them so tight that it was like, maybe, like I might pull all the hair out of my head at the crown because who it was so ridiculous and I was watching her do it and I'm just going well it, lessons will be learned because there's not enough leave-in conditioner I'm telling you I know this
0: you will regret this you will regret this
1: Well, so I'm not doing that but I I you know I saw backwards hats might be coming back and I might oh, yeah. I never let it go home. I don't
0: think I'll throw I, that in there on occasion because. I want to do what I
1: want to do. I love a backward sound. I'm, I'm not joking. Like, I don't love the little imprint it makes on your yeah. on your forehead. You get like the hat imprint. But I I, I like it. And I'm also going to do combat boots. Yep. I'm going to listen.
0: I think you already started.
1: Well, because what's her name? What was that girl that made him famous? And she's a cartoon on MTV. What was her again? And she had the friend. and she uh, And the volleyball went by and she was like... Remember? No.
0: Oh, I don't everybody know. Someone,
1: everybody on the podcast is screaming right now what her name is.
0: Will Daria. Daria. Okay.
1: Okay. Daria's combat boots were like my I modeled my I whole know. entire yeah. So I'm go yes. Yes then and yes now. And I'm also listen, I'm here for matchy tracksuits. Okay. I love that aspect. And the only thing I won't do is I don't I we can't make them noisy. They yeah. were too noisy the first time
0: they were all that they, swishing <laughs> they were a bit noisy but i will i'm here for the matchy matchy i
1: don't i i want to tell this one funny story and then i want to go back to fighting the patriarchy but here's how we know like okay my friend was telling me like her daughter is getting into all the 90s trends she's got you know, a cow print bucket hat, like it's all. And she said, like, she can't do anything about it. She just has to watch in horror as all of these, as her daughter walks off to school in her bell bottoms that are soaking wet from the calf down. But so her daughter's been watching a lot of Stranger Things. And she said (laughs) her daughter requested um, a Walkman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she's been watching Stranger Things and they use a Walkman, she was like, "Oh, I really, I want a Walkman too." And uh, like she tried you really,
0: to, you don't need a Walkman. <laughs> she, she tried to say, you "Like, don't need one,
1: honey." That, no, listen, we've you moved on. Stream. No, but she was like, "No, I want, I like, it's a Like, she, it's a fashion trend. She wanted to have the actual physical Walkman with the headphones. Okay. Fast forward. She gets the Walkman. She gets a couple of cassettes, right? She puts it in and she goes, I don't understand. This sounds horrible. Why wouldn't they have improved this by now? Like the sound is so bad. And it was completely missed that like we we actually have improved.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: You have Mm -hmm. a phone.
0: You have a phone <laughs> and it streams everything. You don't need cassettes. She didn't anymore. get it. She didn't know why the sound was so bad and why no one had fixed it. <laughs> you know what? Like the in the just the My space heart. saving of the like carrying around the cassettes. Um, and I just want to talk about the dangerous nature of sifting through the <laughs> all of those when you're driving. Like when you finally got your license and you were like, "All right, I'm trying to find a CD." <laughs> <laughs> Where's Alanis Morissette? Damn it, Jagged Little Pill was in here the
1: last time. I know it. It's Kelsey has taken Jagged Little Pill. You're in there, your 12 year old self, telling them you ought to know.
0: You ought to know. I just
1: you knew so was, much about heartache. Anthem.
0: Yeah, that was my that was my anthem. I like, and I want to tell you, I recently moved, and I still have DVDs. Like a ton of them, and my man friend is helping me move. I was like, I pack up the DVDs, and he was like, back up what now? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, the DVDs over there. And he was like, what? How? What? Tell me a scenario that you're gonna need these DVDs. And I was like, what if I want to watch Elf? And he's like, you stream it, and you would you just type in Elf. On. Yeah, and he, and I was like, well, here's the thing: when I didn't have cable. I was watching this when I first moved in. I watched Die Hard. I watched Elf, and he was like, "You have a smart TV. You don't <laughs> need cable."
1: What were you doing? You were you were checking the cable listings to see when Elf might come on. Oh, good! It's going to be on Thursday at nine thirty.
0: And I was like, I don't know. I like wanted to hold on to it because it felt like a security thing. Because if you guys know, you know how I am about like repetitive movies. And I have the repetitive movies. Like I have them physically. Like I have The Heat and I have Elf and I have Die Hard. I have Troy. I have The Departed. Like I have the movies that I know that if I am feeling chaotic, I watch the thing that I know what's going to happen exactly. And I was like, I can't give these away. And he's like, at any moment, if you need to watch one of those, you can stream it right in. It's,
1: It's a hell of a time to be alive. It really is. At any moment, you can watch anything that comes to your mind. And you need no collection, and I know that that's <laughs> going to be a
0: hard thing.
1: <laughs> but yes, please do throw those out. Listen, tell us what your favorite '90s trend was. Oh, favorite! Tell us your favorite one you want to see come back, and then tell us one you absolutely will resist with every fiber of your being because we're not doing that again. I I love a trip down memory lane. I am a little bit secretly upset that I am coming to my first trend that I've done once before and that's coming back. I mean, I know that has to happen to everybody at some age in their life, but it's my first. So
0: I'm I'm not, I want to give the, 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 I know a lot of people say that. And I want to give the flip side of that is like, I'm not upset. I am like, so, I mean, I guess I am, I think about like, aging a little bit differently now because like I feel just so much wiser that I'm like I am excited to be one of the wiser people and when I'm seeing this come back and say like hey 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 I know I know I lived through this you got questions you can ask me because I was there and it's kind of the first time that I'm feeling like I was there.
1: Well I think First of all, I love that perspective. It totally takes away the like, I'm getting old and I'm so old. And it totally turns it into what it really is, which is I am wise for having been there. And I think that if we can collectively, as women who have been there, take it on ourselves to say, not only will we warn them about the soggy jeans, but we will also fight Every single message that tells young girls that they need to be emaciatedly thin in order to fit into a trend, if we can take all that we know and all that we have seen and use that, and I know it's kind of like, oh, okay, nobody's going to listen to these old bats, you know, like, but if we really
0: we're so much cooler. We're so much cooler. <laughs> I think that if
1: I think that the the girls are they do want to follow the trends and they do, but they are also open to alternative messaging, especially when they realize and everybody does that the goal is unattainable. Yes. Yep. All you look for when you realize that the goal is unattainable is an alternative message where you can be successful. And we can be that, you guys. We can be the alternative message saying, come over here because that messaging, we know we've been there. It's damaging. It ruined our lives. And we aren't going to have that for you. Over here, there's weights. There is um, there's strength. There is body love for exactly who you are. There is your body is never there. It's such an alternative thing that I don't feel like anybody showed up for us with.
0: I don't feel like anyone showed up for us either. And I think that there wasn't a baseline of the body that I exist in is my best friend and my vessel that's going to take me through this amazing life. And you can engage in other trends. You can get your bell bottoms. You can slick your hair whatever. You can do all of these other trends that may come and go. And you can look back and laugh at how many times you pierced your belly button. Six. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can look back and laugh at those, but what you're not going to do is do irreversible damage to your body during that time because we are going to be screaming from the tops of mountains that that is not what we're going to do, that the health of our body is not going to be sacrificed to a trend. That's not what we're going to do. So if you want to wear your bell-bottom jeans, go wear your bell-bottom jeans, but you're not going to sacrifice your health and we're not going to start shaming any other body that's not within the trend. And this goes for every language that we use. And I know that this language is so prevalent, so I really want to like talk about these phrases, kind of that we say that uphold. So we do always, there's microaggressions that happen all the time, right? And we participate in those unknowingly to uphold this standard of women's bodies. And the things that we do that perpetuate that are things like, I could look like that, but I like cookies too much. I could look, look, look like that, but I like Cheetos too much. What you're saying there is a really important message and I want you to hear it for what it is. Now, if you've said this before, don't take it as a direct, like a shot at you, but I want you to hear it for what it is. What you're saying is, That is the goal and that is the aesthetic that is ideal and it is thinner and it is something that is, you're making assumptions about that body type that it is restriction and that they have the willpower that you don't have and the discipline that you don't have. And because of that, like me, shame on me because I like these bad foods. Now you're putting morality to foods and putting morality to a body type as well. And like shame on me, but I'll just laugh about it in a way of like, well, I have these bad foods. So like I just exist in in this body that is less desirable and that is less disciplined, that I, sh- I display less discipline. No, Yeah, it,
1: it's that like I'm going to laugh at me before everybody else can. Yes. type of thing. And I, I totally get it because it's a defense mechanism. We ha- have to develop defense mechanisms when we feel we're constantly being attacked and women in their bodies just existing do feel like they're consistently Are. being attacked. So just, yeah. just for existing, I yeah. mean, I'm just here and this is the body I showed up in and I am receiving attack. I'm under attack for that. And so, of course, we've developed defense mechanisms, but we just want to ensure that the defense mechanisms aren't feeding the system that we don't want to buy into in the first place. And you're right about that. Naming that as the superior thing and naming yourself as, ha, oh, look at me, I, I could, but, you know, instead, and, and let's all like, like laugh at me before and I'll, I'll fuel that is um i think it's i think it's right to call that out and say like let's have a second thought about
0: that let's let's stop it 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 upholds the same thing too that i am allowed to make a judgment on someone else's lifestyle based on what i view of their body it goes in both directions it's harmful to larger bodies and it's harmful to it's harmful for all bodies let me just like say exactly what it is because the idea that someone exists in a thinner body is either because they are so deprived from food or joy in life or or they are so disciplined that they are in some way superior and like neither of those things are true and people who exist in thinner bodies aren't aren't necessarily deprived at all OK, some people are just just the way that we exist in our bodies. Some people exist in a body that is thinner and no matter what, they are thinner. And they went through a phase where like the big booty wasn't in where they had to go like, well, I a lot of people. Well, I just have a pancake ass. And I saw all these videos and I'm like, we're doing the same thing. On the flip side, the characteristics of
1: not of lacking discipline because you're in a larger body, these are all made up shit. This is not real. This is not based on you as a person. Your body size is not indicative of any of your qualities as a human being. It is just more of the same bullshit that we can tell anything about anybody by just looking at them like – no, no, full stop and no. And I
0: judgment on someone's life, lifestyle, their the attributes as a human based on just viewing them. It's
1: absurd. And it also makes you what I think is we can really get behind with, with the young girls. And I think that they're going to be behind this, right? Because like young girls young girls want to be rebellious that's what they want to do by nature maybe that's a judgment call. I, maybe i should I'm, yeah. I'm just a lot of, like, i want it to be rebellious, I mean, i'm sorry just be be. i'm projecting i'm projecting there is a sense of rebellion that comes with you know being a teenager and like finding yourself and like whatever here's what maybe we can go with instead like the most rebellious that you can possibly do is not be a pawn to an industry that keeps moving the goalpost to make you buy shit. If you are constantly chasing a body that is just outside of your reach, if you're constantly reaching for an aesthetic that is just outside of your reach, right? You will always buy the thing that is gonna right a couple of years ago. We all need a Brazilian butt lift. We all need booty bands. We all need. It doesn't really matter what it is now. Waist trainers in this. So right, waist trainers because it's the thin waist that we, that is in right now, and you can't have anything but that.
0: Never mind that muscles surrounding your midsection protect your spine. Let's
1: <laughs> let's strangle those to the point where they can let's no longer those. support your body. But he, but the article. A lot of the reasons why people thought this article was so incredibly damaging was because it went into some of the, I'm going to say alleged, alleged ways in which these celebrities that are leading the charge on this trend, how they got there. I'm not even going to mention them on this podcast because they cannot get any airtime whatsoever. And that that is important to me. We're not even going to name you. (laughs) But they are things that you can buy. Okay? So here's the thing. We are perpetuating... A um, an industry that is using you as a pawn in a capitalistic society to make sure that you continue to buy because it's always just out of your reach and I think that what we can tell the young girls is the biggest act of rebellion is to say I am not A part of your scheme, a part of your money making scheme, my body and the way it looks and the things that I'm chasing, as far as my, you know, my aesthetic for my life, they don't have anything to do with what you want me to buy. So I'm now free to think about the things that are actually important. And I'm now free to focus on my goals that have nothing to do with beauty being the rent I pay to exist and what a dangerous freaking world that is. And let's lead the charge that these girls can make this into a dangerous place. Yeah.
0: I am so here for that. I literally am just so here for that because these young girls and these women are so dangerous to the system and you have no idea how powerful you are. And all the time that you spend thinking about, you know, how to change your body into an aesthetic that you'll that that constantly moves could be spent towards making this world a better place and doing all of the shit that you want to do on this earth. Like whatever it is, just like focusing that energy on that and, and allowing the young girls to see that is going to be a game changer because like, I mean, we, I think we can already see it, but I, I don't want to downplay the fact that we need to protect them from this. And the way that we do that is by making sure that how we are talking about our bodies, how we are talking about this trend and like how we are not participating in this system because we are way too powerful for that. And, you know, making sure that we are not upholding it with some of these, some of these ways that we talk about other women's bodies, that we talk about our bodies, that we compare our bodies, that we moralize food, that we moralize body types, and that we assign certain attributes that we consider desirable to body types. That it's really important that we don't do that.
1: The more we can cut down on that language, the less that they hear and like, I don't want people to think that this is out of range for us to fight. We absolutely can come together and say no to this thin it, thin is now in. We can absolutely unsubscribe from this and the more that we can put forth an alternative message and the more that we can uh, young girls can see us modeling the message that we want, which is not that. No, it's about big booty. No, no it's about none of that. It's about none, of that. none of that. And if we can, it, when you get tired, when I get tired, I just yeah. think my 15 year old self deserved better and I'm not going to fail her again. And I am going to make sure that These 15-year-old girls have another message. That's my goal, and I'm going to fight for them, and I hope you do too because they deserve better, and we deserved better, and we're not going to let this happen again.
0: No, we are not. So hopefully we did this conversation justice for you guys. And you can think about how that looks in your life and how we're going to continue to fight this and not move into, well, it's not that it's this. No, no, it's not either. We are not a trend. Our bodies are not a trend. Our body types are not a trend.
1: We are the force. So every day is another opportunity for us to come together and, and, create the world that we want to live in. We love you guys and um you know don't forget to get in touch with us and let us know what you thought of this episode. We are here for you. We love you.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. If you'd like to join our movement, get in our free app, CVG Nation, available in your app store. We have an amazing community of women, coaches to help you with your movements, challenges, and we give away leggings daily in there. Rachel and I are in there every day, so it's a perfect place to get in touch with us. This podcast is made possible by Constantly Varied Gear, so be sure to check out constantlyvariedgear.com. Have an amazing week. Crush your goals.